Kim Kardashian and her diet lollipop can go and absolutely jump off a bridge. Yeah, I don't <laughs>
so in awe of the canvassers and people who were going around and talking to the no people and keeping a cool head. I just am filled with like, I'm just like, ah, why are you voting? Like, I can't understand it and I can't even engage with it really. And I think people who can have a calm conversation with people about it, I'm just like, yeah, you're a legend. I can't do it. Like, I feel like I'm too emotional. That's fair enough though. Yeah. That's fair enough though. But I mean, the response on the streets has been... Streets. Fantastic! Every yeah. time, anytime I go past anyone canvassing or leafleting or anything, I always ask them how it's going. Yeah, um, and all around. There's people now nice. like this week shouting like murderers if you're wearing the jumpers. A- well, sim, I, I, yeah, like, <laughs> the fuck? like fucking calm down. I feel like they're getting really vicious now, especially because they're losing. Because the, they're losing, especially with all the stuff with playing dirty on Facebook with the yeah. the fake referendum commission leaflet leaflets the the data grabbing and then retargeting to to undecideds fucked up but fair play to facebook and google for stepping in and saying no yeah we're not doing this i'm helping together for yes with the facebook ads oh yeah you have we're also reaching the undecideds we will get them but in a nicer way i want to love it with actual like true facts but anyway look it's a very stressful we just wanted to mention it because it's been obviously it's on our minds the whole time. You can't escape it. Um, yeah, it feels really. Up. We actually debated doing a whole episode on this. Yeah. Um, but then we thought, do you know what? I think we're all a bit exhausted. Yeah. Um, Don't Stop Repealing by Una Mullally and Andrea Horan are all over it. So if you want to keep up to date with all that stuff, loads of people are all over it. Yeah, and it's great. And I honestly just felt like I just don't know. At this point in time, I think if we'd made an episode about it a few weeks or months ago, maybe we probably, probably should have. But I think I just I, I honestly I'm not listening to any podcast about it at the moment because I'm just like exhausted. I get you. I get you. I just there's nothing more I need to know about it. You know what I mean? Some people who maybe are looking, still looking for information. Fair enough. I'm not like I'm just like. Yeah, no, I get you. I, I'm more like um like podcasts like Una Malali's yeah. and Andrea Horns is fantastic. And um there's another one called The Eighth. But it's not changing my mind. But it's just great if you really want to keep up with the campaign and the latest polls and um, like interviews. Like I'm exhausted, but I can't get enough of it because I need to be know oh, what's happening 100%. the whole time. Even though I'm so like, I just can't wait to walk to work. But we're also both a bit jet lagged, so let's just be real there. We're as both well. a bit jet lagged. <laughs> so that too, the episode's a little bit late this week because um, Ro was off gallivanting in Sri Lanka. Yeah, chef one, Sri Lanka. My name's Ivanka. That's <laughs> Ro trying to do an impression of Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. Uh, I had a great time. It was fucking brutal. It's an unreal place. I'd recommend everyone to go. You're to tanned honest. as anything still. <laughs> no, it's all peeled off, but thank you. It's, well, it looks fantastic. <laughs> and Jane was in Toronto. I was in Toronto, Canada. Maple syrup and... Maple syrup and yeah. I actually... Smoke I had weed. maple pancakes, actually. It was, so I smoke weed. Yeah. No, but the one thing that I can't ever get over is when you're walking down the street in Toronto, like, you smell weed on every corner. So it's legal in Toronto completely? I don't think it's legal in Vancouver, but I think that it's going to be made legal in Toronto very soon. Yeah. But So everyone's just jumping the gun. Gas. Um, but Toronto's cool. I'd also highly recommend it. Yeah, really on the cool list. Place. Yeah. So yeah, that's why we're a little bit late this week. Yep. But sure, feck it. Um, anyway, so on a completely different note, today we are talking about... What are we talking about, Ro? Body image, body image, body image, body image, one, two, three. That was very good. <laughs> We're talking about um, body image and our appearance, I guess. Yeah. And I don't know, I find this, I think this is a really hard topic to talk about because 
you never want to highlight your own insecurities, but that's what we're going to do almost. That's literally what we're going to do. Yeah. And I've got kind of nervous belly about it. No, like, because Jane brought up this topic to me and was like, I want to talk about body image. And I was kind of like, what, what, like, what do you have to say about it? Like, I honestly was just a bit like, I don't know what it, like what to say. And um, I don't know, it was just a topic that I hadn't really thought about. But then literally after you said it, like, I was like, it's everything. Yeah, like, even if you think that you don't really have any issues with your body or your appearance, you there's a good chance you probably do 100 <laughs> percent do you're just you're just used to not liking yourself i think because how it's presented to us in the media is when someone has issues with their self-esteem or their body or not even necessarily body but their appearance their skin their hair whatever mm. then we often see the extreme of it of people who've gone through eating disorders which is horrible exactly yeah or you know any other kind of disorders um or like severe depression or we see a lot of that but really on a day-to-day basis we all kind of whether it be you look or you casually say to your friend oh my hair looks mad today yeah or like something you know it's it's maybe that's on the very like well you're constantly comparing yourself constantly constantly i like you're doing it subconsciously the whole time the whole time because only when when you brought up this topic and i was like well i do do this weird thing that like if one of my friends starts like losing weight i start to get a bit like jesus do i have to lose weight now yeah absolutely. it's almost like a bit of a rivalry thing not a rivalry sorry but like you know like something like i'm made aware of my own weight if she's going to become thinner than me i might be like oh but why do we even put so much value on being thin why is it thin well, actually, it's not even thin anymore. I was just saying before we recorded, I was like, this new body. Do you want to read out that quote? Yeah. So um, I don't know if any of you guys out there have read Bossy Pants by Tina Fey or listen to the audiobook because it's fantastic. It's a great book. Great book. It's so good. But I just remember this quote and I think it's very apt. Um, I actually wanted to insert a bit from the audiobook here, but we can't get away with copyright. Ah. So I'm just going to have to read it out. It's a bit long, so stay with me. Mm. I think the first real change in women's body image came when J-Lo turned at butt style. (laughs) That was the first time that having a large scale situation in the back was a part of mainstream (laughs) American beauty. Girls wanted butts now. Men were free to admit that they'd always enjoyed them. And then (laughs) what felt like moments later, boom, Beyonce brought the leg meat. A back porch and thick muscular legs were now widely admired. And from that day forward, women embraced their diversity and realized that all shapes and sizes are beautiful. (laughs) Ha ha, no. I'm totally messing with you. All Beyonce and J-Lo have done is add to the laundry list of attributes women must have to qualify as beautiful. Now every girl is expected to have Caucasian blue eyes, full Spanish lips, a classic (laughs) button nose, hairless Asian skin with the Californian tan, a Jamaican dancehall ass, Swedish long legs, small Japanese feet, (laughs) the the abs of a lesbian gym owner, the hips of a nine-year-old boy, the arms of Michelle Obama and doll tits. The person closest to actually achieving this look is Kim Kardashian, who, as we know, was made by Russian scientists to sabotage our athletes. Yeah. Um, hilarious. The hips of nine-year-old boys, my favourite. The abs of a lesbian gym owner. <laughs> um, but it's so true because I really think that, like, in the past few years, like, Beyonce in particular is like, oh, she's curvy. Katy Perry, she's curvy. Both of us can vouch we met Katy Perry she and you looked not. obese next to Katy Perry. I looked morbidly obese. I am not an overweight person. I had a, there's a photo of me standing beside Katy Perry. I look You look morbidly obese. Huge. Yeah. More and curvy and big boobs. No, no. In no. In, in relation to her body, maybe? 
I'd say she has a lovely rounded pair of boobs. They're a C cup max, but her waist was literally half the size of my waist. Yeah. Literally. And that's not to say she's not absolutely gorgeous, but I guess when we see someone on TV, you know, they look a lot curvier than they are. And I guess because it's different to what we see to normal celebrities, we think that they're more normal. But when you actually see them in real life, they're not. Not a pick on them. They're a washed down version Beyonce of as well is not like... Not a pick on her. Not and fair fuckstory as well. What I like about Beyonce is that... um. She, okay, she does not have an attainable body by any standard. <laughs> she doesn't. No way. But she's muscular and she's yeah. more strong yeah. than, I think that's what's so attractive about well, it. Well, she broke the mold and she broke the norm of like, and Katy Perry did to a certain extent as well, but like that you don't have to, the, the, the fact, the trend used to be stick, stick, thin. Why was that? Is that just, does that just drip down from like the model industry? I think so, yeah, I'd say so. It was, it was tie gaps and... All sorts of gaps and whatever. Yeah, Tie bizarre. gaps, tooth gaps, a whole lot. But then, yeah, Beyonce, J-Lo, they brought this new athletic figure into the mix. And as the quote says, equally as unattainable. Now, this the body type that's considered beautiful and attainable is so, is so intense that you literally need surgery is the only thing that's going to actually give it to you. Yeah. Well, like, like look with at the, was it Kylie or Kendall Jenner? I don't know. I don't keep you up with these. You get them mixed up. Kylie is, is tall and thin. Kendall is curvy. Which one has the lips? Kylie. Yeah, yeah, okay. She's the youngest one who just had the baby. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. So Kylie, like, okay, her body. She has a boob job. She's made with that. She has the lips done. She's also, see, I'd say she's had a rib removed because her waist has gotten smaller. Her hips have gotten wider. Her arse has gotten bigger. Her legs are still tiny. Apparently that's the giveaway with the big ass thing. Like, if you have a big ass, you have to have the fucking legs to hold hold on to it, like. What do you mean to hold on to, to it? To support it, like. If you have a fake ass. If you, no, if you have a naturally big bottom, yeah, like J Lo or Beyonce, yeah, your legs need to reflect that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like yeah, you're yeah. going from ass to le- so Kylie and Kim. <laughs> you go from ass to leg. Like Kylie and Kim have these little tiny legs. Like it's not possible. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? But okay, here's the thing as well. I have to say, why is that the why is that the goal? I don't understand because. I now not to shame anyone like obviously the Kardashians are gorgeous and everything but why <laughs> obviously the Kardashians are gorgeous well obviously they are but like oh, Lola's on me again for feck's sake Lola she's she feels like you might be body shaming her right now oh, I don't body shame you Lola you're gorgeous <laughs> anyway like why is that the the beautiful why I don't find that beautiful <laughs> so I know why... I could see there's some photos there of Kylie in a bikini and I'm like Jesus I don't know, like, I don't, as a woman who likes women, I wouldn't find that sexually attractive. But I think, very yeah. fake, in the same way that, you know, why are, like, page three glamour models and porn stars, it's because they look like Barbies, like, I don't, I don't, I don't get yeah, it. Oh, you mean, like, where is this body type coming from? Yeah. It's kind of pin it's like pin up like a caricature of a pin-up. Yeah, I think it's all like, yeah, it's all just fake, fake looking and that's kind of what's... Bizarre. Like 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 out of proportion ass, out of proportion boobs, then tiny waist, out of proportion lips and eyes. Like it's all just mental. It's just mad and I don't find it in any way attractive to be perfectly honest with you. No. Um, But anyway, I digress. 
So I'm um, fucking sorry for one second. Kim Kardashian and her diet lollipop can go and absolutely jump off a bridge. Yeah, I didn't know this was a thing till you sent me the link yesterday. Kim Kardashian posted a thing about uh, a, she was licking a lollipop in an Instagram post, being like, "This diet uh, lollipop helps uh, keep your hunger at bay" or something, and everyone obviously went mad because like. How ridiculous is that? Like, Who I'm believes a- Kim Kardashian for something like that? She takes a diet lollipop. Like I'm all, I'm all for like you know, like let's say Khloe Kardashian for example is always advocating, word, her personal trainer and working out, working out. That's fine. Like they're showing you get the body through working out and eating healthy. Don't then suck on a diet lollipop and expect your thirteen year old followers. Also, like excuse me, diet lollipop. Like what is she trying to sell that? Okay. Before I this diet lollipop came into my life, I, I was, was minging. minging. I was like, but like it's just so so irresponsible as well. Like, and does she need the money of that sponsorship? Like, also, you wouldn't think that like they'd have a lot of money to give her. I'm surprised that they even got a diet lollipop. Well, apparently, the company that makes that lollipop was sued before. Really? Yeah, you'd have to look it up. I can't. I scanned it yesterday. Um, but apparently they made another uh, appetite suppressant and they were God. sued for it because of something or other. I have actually like, I uh, these whole fitness Instagram models, whatever, whatever, whatever. I have no problem with them. There's a whole, whatever, it's grand. They look great. But like, just be honest. Like, that's my main issue. It's like, just say, I go to the gym seven days a week. Yeah. And I literally have a th- 1,500 calories a day. This is how I get yeah. my body. It's not, by admitting what you do, it's not, no one's going to think... Oh God, yeah, but she goes to the gym seven days a week. Like, like you know, no one's going to think she looks worse because she's telling how she does it. In There's fact, weird... I think that's kind of nicer to hear because, you know, they work really hard. There's a weird thing that, like, they're just people are trying to pretend. Anyway, anyway. Anyway. So we actually... Sorry, I'm getting the cat off me now. Sorry, Lola. Um, We actually asked... um. Our Instagram followers, were they happy with their bodies? And 97, 98% said mm. no. Un- that's, that's not surprising, though. Not surprising, but it's a bit sad that it's not surprising. Well, we didn't say body, we said appearance. With we? their appearance. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love that 2% said yes, which is great. Yeah. But it, yeah, it makes me kind of sad that, like, I, I said no too. Well, would you change yourself now if someone said, this? this question has come up a lot, like, amongst girls I think and it's like would you change yourself if you could yes would you yeah not as much as I used to I spent my whole life wishing I could change myself and it's only now that I'm kind of like no I'm alright yeah but still given half a chance I know like I think about it I'm like no you know what I'm grand but then I'm like oh how much of this or this and this but Yeah. yeah it's sad though isn't it it is a bit sad because like you know I think you know if you're able-bodied and healthy or even if you're not able-bodied but still healthy or whatever yeah you know our bodies are amazing and do amazing things um so to focus on something as tiny as my nose is a little too big it just seems like sorry it's hilarious that you're saying that because Jane has the tiniest little nose yeah or whatever or I want to lose weight or you know my yeah hair colour isn't what I like or something and I'm not trying to just to diminish those those insecurities because obviously they affect people in a and really big way if you way. want to lose weight like and you do lose weight and that's a good thing and that's a good you that's know, fantastic but I think you know to focus to put your whole self-worth um into something as as small as that and it may not be small to you 
Mm. And I do recognize that. But something in the grand scheme of things that isn't going to change your life. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know. I, I just think it's kind of sad because at the end of the day, we don't like. Like our bodies are amazing. Well, you said to me like when we're recording this episode and I was just kind of thinking about my own relationship with my own body over the my whole life. And I was like, no, I think I've had a pretty good relationship with it. But then I just was thinking about it and I was like, actually, like I can remember multiple comments about my body from when I was a kid. It's crazy, isn't it? And it's like, I, you know, like, for example, my granny giving me a hug when I was like 10 and her like, oh, my God, you've lost your puppy fat. And her or her saying, I can feel your ribs. I can feel your ribs coming through your back. And first of all, there were two separate incidents. The puppy, no, the puppy fat one, I said, Oh, she goes, what are you up to? And I said, I'm going to start hip hop dancing, Granny. And she was like, <laughs> oh, great, you lose your puppy fat. And I was like, what? Yeah. And then anyway, I did lose my puppy fat. And then I was really, really skinny. And this, it was then like being, being like, she was like, oh, because you're so, I can feel your back. And I remember that. Was it like in a pride way? No, no, it was like, geez, you're way too skinny. Oh. But. So you were kind of shamed on both fronts. Yes. Well, I went from being like chubby. A chubby kid, like as oh, everyone like is, the yeah. normal and chubby to being very, very, very thin in the space of probably two, three years. Puberty years. Um, when did I start to get very thin? I was probably like 15, 16, no, 13, 14, 15. Well, there you go, like yeah. puberty years. Yeah, exactly. Just when your body naturally changes. And uh, and then I remember, like, yeah, someone called me fat in school. I remember, like, my, my dad telling me, like, you know, my sister, if she's listened to this, <laughs> she'd be lolling. But like, she's like smaller size than me, and she's more petite than me. Let's say, um, and he'd make comments like, "Oh, bro, like, oh, you, you." He didn't mean in a bad way. He's like, "I'm broad, and she's petite. You've got broad shoulders, Roshi." And I'd be like, "What the fuck?" Like, and he's probably held that with you ever since. I'm like, I can like, I'm so self conscious now about my broad shoulders, and I, and people are like, "You don't even have broad shoulders." It's yeah, it's funny that a lot of these insecurities can come from when you're that age because like it's just you do, you remember everything from when you're a kid. And can I remember one nice thing someone said on my body? No. no never. My brothers used to call me Flabalanche. <laughs> like an avalanche. And I know flab. they're listening to this and yes, I remember. Um I I was always uh, I I think not to say that I'm stick thin now, but I did lose a significant amount of weight when I got to about 21, 22. Yeah. I lost about six stone. Um, and I still have a bit to go, but overall, like... Over um, the course of how long did you take to lose six stone? A few years. I lost about three stone in one stint and about three stone in did another you? stint. Yeah. Um, and I'm not anywhere... Because, Ro, you have to remember, I was very big. I don't remember. I was just saying this earlier. Like I think when when you're when you're with someone all the time and you're really good friends with somebody, I don't really see my friends' bodies. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Why would you really? No, but I don't really like. You know, I just I don't know. I think it's the same. Just when you love somebody, a partner, ah, friend, you love me. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> love no, me. Shut up. But you know what I mean? Like, even if someone you just don't really see them, and that you don't you don't look at their body. You're not judging their body in any way, and all. And you're not, you know what I mean? Or you know, no, someone, no, I do get. Or you, you know yeah. when someone's like, even though you think all of your friends are gorgeous, if someone's like, is she hot? You're almost like, you know, I don't even know because I think that you know that. I do understand that, but then think about it from the flip side. Like, obviously, not to make you or anyone feel bad, but when I was that overweight mm. and I was around all you skinny girls who all had, were in a relationship, all I could equate that with was 
it's my weight that's keeping me because everyone loved hanging out with me and thought yeah, I was yeah, really yeah. cool and this is the only thing that's stopping me so because of that and look I know I look back now and I'm like I thought my life would change completely if I just lost weight and, and then I lost weight and I'm like oh well I'm still not happy you yeah, know yeah. so what I'm saying is that one thing that you think will change your life if you change whether it be get a nose job lose six stone whatever it's not going to change your life as much as you think it will because then you're always trying to chase the next thing well that's that's the same thing to be said with everything like if i buy that exactly. house i'll be happy like if you're not happy like exactly yeah but then the, on the flip side i mean there are people who you know weight has really held them back and they lose weight and they they put themselves out there more they've got more confidence and their lives can completely change so yeah no look to be fair my confidence did did skyrocket yeah and that was great but I I really think that it wasn't about losing weight I think it was more about look what I achieved yeah because you know my whole life I always thought that I couldn't do it and I'd try and fail or lose some weight and put it back on or whatever and I thought like this is the hardest thing I'll ever do like I will never do this and then I did and it wasn't as hard as I thought it would be yeah um and I think that's where the confidence came from yeah. I think it was more like Jesus, look what I, I did this did. thing. Yeah, and and also with that, you have to remember from exercising, you get happier. Like you have yeah. more energy. You, um, you know, you have more confidence in yourself. And I guess, especially if you're overweight, it's really difficult to do physical things with your body because you don't want anyone to see you. And I have to like say something that's like probably really like I don't even and I, I don't feel good about admitting this, but like, let's say someone who's overweight, like I've always been active let's say like whether it's two sports or gym or whatever and I'm always just like you know just go to the gym like just start walking on a treadmill and I, fi- I always find it really hard to understand why they don't just go or even like do a workout video and then I'm, or do something and I just can't I fi- always find it really understand but then I don't know whether it's you talking to people about it or see even seeing shows about it people are like you're just so you're actually disgusted with yourself it's, it's not even that it's just it's different if you're overweight your whole life it's a lot different to putting on a stone and losing it Mm. because I was overweight my whole life and my body, sorry, geez, my throat's gone mad. (laughs) She's not crying. (laughs) Jesus. Not definitely not crying. My body, like it's really, really hard for me to lose any more weight now. Like, but it probably started falling off you when you first started. It It really did. And that was something, but now it's like, it's so hard to like, I could be working out like crazy five days a week and eating, like counting every calorie and eating 1200 calories a day which I did Mm. Um, up until about a year ago I was trying to do that and I lost nothing so it's so so yeah so I just got to a point now where I look I'm never gonna have the perfect body like well if it's not weight it's gonna be fucking acne or loose skin from the weight or um, whatever I'm never gonna have that perfect body so what I'm doing now when I work out is I focus more on being strong and being healthy because at the end of the day, yes, I could go six months without one slice of pizza and be working out (laughs) like crazy. But where's the fun in that? Literally no way in hell. No way in hell. That's so sad. And I think a lot of that came with with being in a relationship as well. Yeah, I was going (coughs) to say, do you you think that has something to do with just being in a happy, loving relationship? Well, I mean, there's still times where, you know, I don't let Andrea see me naked when I'm in certain positions. I'm like, oh, no, don't look at me when I stand up. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it does help big time. But but besides that, I think it's once you start doing something for yourself and this this 
isn't just about weight loss. This could um, be anything. Like yeah. once you start kind of putting some effort into, no, not effort into yourself. That sounds terrible. But like, no, um, I think that is a fair enough word to use. Not, but not effort into your appearance. Like effort into your well, yourself, yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and start. I guess when I guess start valuing valuing your own self worth yeah. beyond how you look. You start to see what you're capable of, and if you want to lose weight, you can. If if you want to gain your confidence, you can. And you don't need that nose job. You don't need whatever surgery. You don't need to be t- sucking on a fucking Kim Kardashian appetite suppressant. I didn't know what you were going to say there. Yeah, well, whatever. Sucking on it. And also, I want to make a really, really important point here as well. I think that being bigger is not a bad thing. I Like, I'm, I, I just want to say, like, I'm not saying, like, how I overcame being big. Yeah, it's not yeah, about yeah. that it's not about that um like if you're happy in yourself and you're healthy that's yeah. all that matters well it's funny yeah because you linked me to an instagram and i follow a few girls that are instagram that are just body positive uh girls who are not the norm of the instagram posery in your underwear girls yes, you see and they're amazing as in they're, yeah they're they're bigger like it's not the way to really say it um and it's amazing and it, like it's shocking because you're not used to it like yeah. There's one girl in particular and she's like just posing away naked. Who is it? The girl you showed me yesterday. Oh, self-love Sarah. Yeah. Self-love Sarah. Yeah. I, if you're listening to this, get in touch because we <laughs> want to talk to you. We should get her on an episode or something. Yeah. Um, Because she's amazing because she looks fucking deadly. But you're just so not used to seeing it. She was like, yeah, I'm not used to her. seeing that kind of body. And I'm sure her kind of body is the body that 90% of people have. Exactly. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I'm, how am I not used to seeing this skin on camera on Instagram when it's the normal body the most normal body type I'd exactly say. Uh, so I, I think such big props to her for I hate to say having the courage to do that but I'm sure that is hard because it isn't the norm Um, so I wouldn't post like I wouldn't post a picture of myself in the nip like I know yeah fair fucks fair fucks but also like I've caught myself like taking like a, like look in the mirror and like holding myself in a certain way being like Jesus I could if I just move this this way and this this way I wouldn't look like that Instagram fucking fitness model for a, se- for a split second and put the filter like but it's like it's mad you can just make yourself look whatever you want and those things yeah, it's mad well we've all seen those you know those pictures side by side the before and after pictures but yeah. it turns out they're taking five minutes in between yeah like it's yeah don't trust what you see online but even not online don't compare yourself to your friends either because as I was saying to Ro as well you know what's attainable for someone else cannot is not always attainable for you as in like you say you've broad shoulders you don't but let's say yeah you're never gonna like be have the body of someone who is like four foot nine um you know like it's just not gonna happen no but it's like i think when you get a bit older you do stop comparing with friends i think when i was in school when we were in school it was horrific like 17 18 that comparison of your mates and oh i absolutely hate teenagers like it's tough gross what do you think for you was the point where you started to lose weight like what was the like i'm gonna was it like a day can you remember like a moment of being like i'm gonna lose weight um I always had that moment I always tried and failed like so many times like in my teens I definitely did try and starve myself and I would lose weight and then put it back on Mm. um so it would be short-lived um I went to a dietitian when I was early teens to try and like get a diet plan going 
never really stuck. I don't know. I think a lot of it was emotional eating. Yeah. Also, my mum wasn't around, so I was kind of left to fend for myself in terms mm. of mealtime. And I didn't know what I should be eating or what yeah. I shouldn't. So I picked up a lot of bad habits. Um, But when I actually decided, like, okay, this time I'm actually going to do it right and do it healthy. Um, I think I, think I was probably about 22, 23. And I'd moved out and everything. And... I just started walking at first and then jogging every evening in Dunleary. Oh, yeah. I remember you do like a big walk every night. Yeah, like 40 minutes. Yeah. I started walking at first. I fucking hate running. And then it turned to a bit of a jog. And now I don't because I have flat feet and it's fucking awful. I have yeah. to go back. Um, but I loved it because it was just great to clear my head as well. Yeah. Um, so I started doing that and then making small changes to my diet. Not like completely cutting out everything yeah i i downloaded my fitness pal which is brill oh i hate it why i don't know about my fitness pal like i just see people like tracking every single thing they're eating and i'm just like that to me is no way to live personally i don't know how anyone fucking does it okay i i do understand that but i had six stone to lose the Fair only enough. way to do it was tracking what, what, what a lot of people, yeah what a lot of people say is they use it for a month three months and then they just learn about food exactly yeah so I learned because before that I had no idea what like even like two slices of white bread with um, real butter on was it's like I could have had a whole healthy lunch for the same amount of calories you know what I mean really what like how much calories are in two slices of white bread oh okay I could even recite so a slice of white bread is about uh, 120 calories each oh, so that's, that's not bad is it same as a bag of crisps. You can have a pack of skips for 90 calories. Yeah, but like, are you looking at calories or... That's the like What about the other bits? Like your fibre and your... That's the thing. Carb. Like, it has all that in it. That's why I like my fitness pal because okay. it shows you what protein and what, um like, iron and shit is in everything. Um, But yeah, no, I used it for a few months and now I kind of have a idea of, like... Anyway, point is, that was really helpful. So watching my calories, watching what I was eating, eating the right stuff so I was full longer. Yeah. So I didn't have to snack. Yeah. Just stuff like that. That's how I lost the weight. Um. So I didn't really have any defining moment. Would you have like a food guilt thing? Like I've kind of said that like I don't really have, I've never really struggled with weight or like internal battles with weight. However, I still like get food guilt. Like yeah. yes, yesterday, I'm on my period, everybody. Uh, yesterday, Mine's due, by the way. <laughs> oh, oh, the traveling, I messed it up a little bit. Yeah, I know, yeah. Um, I had, uh, like I was eating this chocolate ice cream. What's that? Hagendas. It was salted caramel Hagendas. It was unreal. And Fish. I was eating the tub, eating the tub, but with, with a spoon, a spoon. And then anyway, the tub was gone and I... <laughs> And, uh, mean and Rose was in the corner crying. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Jesus. And I was looking at the table. There's five of us at the table. I was like, did everyone else have some of that? And they're like, no, you and Dave literally just both ate that whole tub. And I was like, oh. And I was like, did we? And like, I didn't even know. Anyway, I was thinking like, oh my God. That's been so, I was just like thinking about all the ice cream I ate and more like, I'm so gross. Uh, that's okay every now and then though. I'd also had one of those big bags of crisps. Uh, but I was hung over and I was You're on my period up. you know what? all goes out the window if you're but yeah, I still would get like guilt but never ever ever gotten any sort of guilt enough to make me stop eating well actually that uh, the flip side of my fitness pal knowing how much calories and things I used to get extreme guilt oh see I just don't want to know like uh, my dad made a comment of that tub of ice cream being a thousand calories and I was like it probably if actually not more. is no if not more 
Well, I was in the airport the other day on my way to Canada and we stopped off in Burger King. I must actually point out now as well, I still go to the gym, but I more work out for headspace and to be strong and I enjoy my food. I, I literally to go to the gym the same reasons as you clears your head all oh, that stuff's great but also because then I don't I feel like I can eat whatever I want I still it's funny I would get more guilty if I was going to the, if I was in a phase oh, of going yeah, to the gym loads I get more guilty if I was to eat food then but I could like have a couple of months where I was like like when I first started going out with Andrea it was like Asher Grand I tied one down now go oh, at God, it the, the, when you start going no out with guilt, somebody wait. pizza a couple times a week yeah. like getting whatever Anyway, I was in Burger King the other day in the airport because there was nothing really you can yeah. eat unless you want a scone. So I was like, Grand, we'll go get some mozzarella sticks and, and chips to share. Sorry, that was a lie. Not to share one each. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I said to that. To share. <laughs> but the, the, by law, they have to show the calorie content of things now. Yeah. And a Whopper meal with your burger, your chips and, and a pint drink. of beer. This pint of beer in the pint airport. It was something like twelve hundred calories, which I'm when not, I was that's not. I'm actually surprised. When I was trying to lose weight, that was my limit for the day. Right. So when you look at it like that, right. That's yeah. So anyway, the point is, yeah. When I was counting, I I would feel extra guilt. I know I had to find a really fine balance. Like I went through my ups and downs of extreme dieting to completely forgetting about it. I think that's where I fell. For me, like I eat very healthy meat. Like my meals are healthy, good food, whatever. Yeah, like you, not, you're good with your meals. You're mad for your broccoli. I'm really good with veg. Love yeah. veg. I'm celiac as well, so I have to be. I can't just you know. It's harder for me to eat carb. Really, like if I can't just get bread, whatever. Anyway, so my meals are always good, but I am a chocolate fiend. Like chocolate. She fiend. brought a few, a handful of lint. Like, I came to James to record the podcast for a handful of Lindors. Like and like, you know, it's just. <laughs> I just I'm a chocolate fiend at nighttime, like after my dinner. But like you know what. Fuck it. Like, I wouldn't, wouldn't give that up. Well, that's the thing. I think it would be different if you had a lot of weight to lose and, you know, whatever, watch what you're eating. But at the end of the day, I think actually any dietitian will tell you, you have to have your cheat days. Well, see, that's the thing. That's what like some people do is a cheat day, which is like fucking takeaway chocolate. I think I just have like little bits. No, but then it all goes really bad at the weekend. No, but Ro, you go to the gym a lot and you eat very well. Like, I lived with you and you would have your sweet potato and yeah. your broccoli, broccoli every night. Yeah, I would. Like, I find that so hard. Like, I don't like greens. Okay, right. I mean, I like, no, I do like greens, but like, I would be more kind of peppers, onions, that kind of edge, not huge into broccoli. <laughs> We're just doing a podcast. That's it. Talking about what we're eating. Like peppers and Is corn. this even interesting? I don't even know anymore. I don't even know. Anyway, the point are is... Are we on? <laughs> um, we know what's really sad is that like you hear friends like just saying how crap they think they look or how they feel bloated or they feel gross and you're like, you're literally beautiful. What are you on about? It's just crazy how much because you made it's yourself. in the eye of the beholder. Actually, here's a question. Um, what did you ever have have a point where you were like that 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 I'm gonna say body, but like that appearance in general is is that? Per- do you know what I'm trying to say? No. Um, do you have anyone in your mind like a celebrity that you thought that is the ideal? Who that is the ideal? At any point, do you remember thinking, "Oh, I want to look like her if I could"? Or there's a girl I follow on Instagram who, like, I I'm a, I'm pretty obsessed with her body. I would never. <laughs> Ro has a creepy look in her eye at the moment. Not in that way, but I'd never. I could. I'd never be able to get her body type. But if you could click your fingers and look like her, would you want to? 
would I still be myself and whatever in my life still be the same and everything yes I mean yeah is that bad and okay here's the next question how would you think that would enhance your life <laughs> people would fancy you more no I'm just more thinking like she can wear a wide array of clothes because <laughs> she doesn't have um she doesn't have any broad shoulders <laughs> big man shoulders like me I don't know yeah I know I know what you're saying do you know what I mean was well, anyone you look at that you're like perfect uh, I used to have a when I this is probably when I was about 20 tw- 21 20 23 24 I used to have uh, a little picture of Kristen Stewart on my mirror and I would try and get my hair like hers every single day oh you're day. obsessed with oh, that hair obsessed. flick oh Jesus and I, but remember I used to dress like Katy Perry like because someone told me once I looked like her and then I was like okay I'm gonna try and be her and I don't have any boobs it was never gonna happen <laughs> Um, no but that was just of the time that style was of the time but yeah it's funny like why how do we think our lives are going to change if we look different the funniest thing is when you're talking to like girls in like a nightclub bathroom and they're like oh god I love your dress oh I couldn't wear that and oh I couldn't do that and we're all just everyone's coming oh no but you've got long legs oh but you've got big boobs I'm just fucking oh sure look at me I look like a gobshite when I wear this I couldn't wear that why can't we all just like look in the mirror and be like, you look deadly? To ourselves. Yeah. Sometimes I say that to myself. Do you never say that to yourself? Not really. Sometimes I'll be like, it's always, to be honest, I'm really happy with my outfit. Okay, okay. I'm like, you look fucking brill. Okay, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. But then I could like, uh, within like 10 minutes, I could like get it, walk into the office or somewhere and be like immediately like, oh no, I look stupid, look stupid, look stupid. Yeah, I get that too. Yeah. Oh, I, sometimes I'll be looking in the mirror and think like, God, yeah, I look great. And then I might see a photo of me from that night the next day and I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. I left my house today. I bought a pair of Birkenstock clogs. After talking to Claude about them in the yes. last podcast. Yeah. Because she, yeah, she, she, they came highly recommended. I have Birk sandals, but I got the Birk clogs. Which I was like, yeah, no, I fucking left it at my house today. I was like, I love these. I'm rocking these. Granny chic, whatever. And then I just all day, I was like, I fucking look stupid. My broken clogs. Why is that? Is that we just don't like to to look like sort of stand out? There's a girl, um, a woman. Oh fuck! What she do? Oh, sorry, I thought I spilled something. There's no. a, a girl called Man Repeller on Instagram. Okay. And she has this whole her whole thing was that she wears clothes for herself and not to make men attracted to her. So she wears like mad shit that like you know isn't sexy. It's just like clothes, like fashion, but like, yeah. um, it's really interesting. I think a lot of stuff. A lot of women, like a lot of clothes, like, like for example, like the boyfriend, the loose boyfriend jean, or even my Birkenstock clogs. Like this is stuff that's not sexy, you know what I mean? And it's like, I think that has a, a, something to do with like clothing and, you know, you want to look attractive to the opposite sex sometimes. Yeah. That's yeah. a random thought. No, I often think that as well. It's like, well, actually I said this to you before we recorded. Is it that we want to be attractive to the opposite sex or the same sex in some people's case? Or is it that we want to look good for ourselves, you know what i mean i think it is a lot of it is around about getting attention from the opposite sex because yes, it is. or from the same sex from potential romantic partners yeah um because that's how we get our self-worth and as i've said in in other episodes we put so much emphasis on and and self-worth on on who is romantically interested in us as opposed to what other stuff is going on in our life that could be going oh really my God, well. We put so we get so much validation from other people or we're looking for it. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's sad, isn't it? It's very sad. And it also will drive you fucking crazy. 
Um, I was listening to a podcast, um, Oprah Super Soul Conversations. Do you listen to it? No. It's great. I was listening to it today. She's did an episode with Dr. Phil and uh, he kind of wrecks my head a bit, but he said something very oh, interesting. I Dr. Phil. I know, I do watch it, but he's gone oh, a bit mad him. recently. Did you say fancy him? A little bit, yeah. Really? Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> but he said something along the lines of, um, it's like um, looking for your car keys and asking someone to give you your car keys but they're actually in your pocket or something like that what so you're, you're asking everyone like do you have my car keys yeah give me my car keys give me your car keys. oh you have the keys but you yourself. have the keys yeah <gasps> no one can give you the keys because you have them you have them and i think that is fishing really here as well like you can like i think it comes down to to like claude mentioned it and we actually mentioned it in the last podcast mm. yeah about um you know, maybe sleeping with someone or kissing someone just to get that validation. You can do that till the cows come home, but you've got the keys to your self-esteem, Ro. You've got the keys, Jane. You've got the keys. Also, like... Sorry, I've lost my train of thought. I was going to say... Oh, what was I going to say? Why is also being confident in yourself a bad thing? As in, why are we so self-deprecating? Like, even if you're confident about yourself... People don't want to admit it now because it's like, but then, but then on the flip side of that, no, sorry, there's no, sorry, that's not true. Cocky confidence is one thing. There's a quiet confidence that somebody can have. And they might not be even actually very like classically good looking, we'll say, whatever the fuck that means. But they might be very attractive because they're so confident, but confident in a nice kind of not in your face way. Yeah, absolutely. Confidence is like everything. If somebody just walks into a room of confidence... It's, it, I think it's 90% of attraction. Oh my God, it totally is. Because you know when you meet people and they could be very aesthetically beautiful, but if they're an asshole or like, you know. Yeah, no, you lose, you don't fancy them anymore. Don't fancy them at all whatsoever. Well, there's someone and you're like, why do I find him or her attractive? Like, they're not my usual type or they're not, you know, we just do. I think personal. Uh, Charlotte and the, her lawyer. Charlotte and the lawyer, yeah, yeah. Like, like we were talking about. I think, um, yeah, I don't know. I think like kindness and compassion is very attractive in someone mm. i think ambition this is me i think ambition is very attractive in someone mm. um i think um self-assurance is very attractive say, in someone. someone is yeah and i think well it's nice if they're easy on the eyes too but there's been plenty of situations that i've been in where i don't fancy someone when i first meet them and then once i get to know them i'm like oh wait a minute i really do yeah. or on the flip side I d- in fact I was thinking about a few people today that when I saw them I was like they're a ride and then I talked to them and Five when it came in. down to it I was like actually no I don't do this you Rose sometimes I can hear somebody's voice and I'm just like no did you ever get that like not an attractive voice no, no it's not actually that their voice might not be it's nothing to do with actually the sound of their voice just they start to talk something about their voice just brings them back into it I don't know when you find someone from afar and you hear them talking it makes them real oh it makes like, them real and you're like oh no I don't like you at all actually yeah okay yeah fair yeah. enough fair enough yeah like the way david beckham talks i know he's still right do you think so yeah he's looking good at the royal wedding to be fair to him yeah megan was looking great at the royal wedding i must say who megan markle the, the bride, like. the bride. <laughs> <laughs> she was looking very well oprah too everyone was looking well the queen yeah. they're fucking a luminous green the mad bitch i know actually me and andrea were kind of having bets at what she was going to wear i thought it'd be a baby blue Oh God, no! Yeah, did you see? Oprah had to have her dress um, changed overnight because yeah. it was too close to white. Jesus, come yeah. on, Oprah! Um, so, Ro, uh, 
what over time how do you think your perception of the perfect body has changed like as you got older or if any well i I can only really speak like i think what the what the media and that kind of you know outside world has told me is beautiful has changed so therefore my you know it used to be stick thin stick thin kate moss whatever and now it's like kylie jenner but you mean like what do i genuinely think what do you genuinely like yeah we've all like i genuinely don't have a one there's not one body type i know i could see any of i don't know i don't really have like a one body type that i'm like that's gorgeous i do i'm a little bit maybe because i don't have it i'm a little bit jealous of the curvier figures like the the big bums and the big boobs and the the big situation you know the hourglass figure Oh yeah, like which I, I think is probably the most unattainable. Most of them unattainable, all. and there was a flat stomach. I've always had like I've always felt that I have like no hips, and so I put on weight in my belly, and I always feel like I have a little pop belly. And I'm always like these girls, the hourglass figures, they're complaining about their thighs, but they always have flat stomachs, and I've always true. been so jealous of that. So it's just like what I don't have. The way I look at it is, there's a reason why those girls are famous because they're <laughs> so not the norm. I know, I know. Even pear shape, I think, is nice. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah. But then people who are pear shaped would be like, "I fucking hate my legs." So it's just that's the like, thing. Grass is always greener. Grass is, well, what's yours? Well, I mean, over time, I mean, yeah, my perception of the ideal body—it's more now. I'm kind of starting to see that the ideal body isn't having an hourglass figure or a flat stomach or mm. no spots or whatever. It's more like. A strong, healthy body, yeah. Regardless of what that looks like. Now, that's how I think today. Come back to me in a couple of days when I'm on the rag eating my my Häagen-Dazs, and I'll probably hate myself. But I, I'm always trying to remind myself of this, and I do have moments where I'm in the gym and I look at myself in the full length mirror because there's no fucking escaping it. Yeah. And you're like, do you know what? You may not be sticked in. You may not be your ideal quotation marks weight. Yeah. Um, but look at this this is cool you're wrecked after work you're going to the gym and you're trying to do something for yourself yeah, fair play and I think fuck everything else the fact lo- that you're doing that's amazing and everything a smoke mirror is like I'm like could be at the gym or standing in a mirror in a certain way and be like I look great and then you get brought right back down to earth when you go get to the changing rooms and you get those exactly. those feckin 360 mirrors and you see what gym are you in? <laughs> no and not sorry when you go to a changing room in like a clothes shop <laughs> sorry yeah, when you're at the, the so gym. I mean like when you're at the gym looking in the mirror and you're like I look great and then let's say you go to a clothes shop and you're trying on something and the mirrors are all around you and you're just like I'm like oh good god that's what my left armpit from the back looks like and don't get me started on I actually I actually had a breakdown moment a couple of weeks ago where I was actually like to Andrea I was like have I put on loads of weight again <laughs> because pennies change their sizes oh penny sizes right I, I have my set jeans that I get from pennies. They're the super stretch skinny and I've been oh. the same size for a couple of years. And, you know, I, I maybe vary like a couple of kilos, every, like yeah. fluctuate. But for the most part, the same size. And I went and got my usual pair of jeans and I didn't even try them on because that's how self-assured I was. And I brought them home and I could barely fucking get <gasps> them up my leg. And I was... Like I'm you get a different colour because black jeans are way smaller. No, I mix and match. Right. Like they're all the same as long as you have the super stretch skinny. You know the ones that yeah, are thirteen yeah. euro. Um, and I tried to put them on and they, I couldn't pull them up. And Arsals. but I like 
I didn't think, okay, this has to be wrong because I literally am where was wearing the other jeans. You thought you'd put on so much weight that like you could, yeah. I was like, Andrea, have I put on weight? I was so sad and I had to return them. And look how much weight, excuse the pun, I put in a pair of pennies jeans. <laughs> so you experience these little knocks every day, whether you can't fit your jeans on or, or you could be on your period and, you know, something feels bloat. a bit tight. Whatever. Do not let those little moments knock yourself and just remind yourself the size thing size thing whatever and this can come down Who to hairs like and i would be like i can go from two sizes and like i remember going up to that next size and like top shop jeans and again i was like for fuck's sake i'm like roshin do you think you look you looked better when you were in the other like no different no one knows no one cares what size of jeans are yeah no one gives a fuck about you no one gives a fuck about you like literally like wear whatever size you are yeah um so any closing um, nuggets of, of... Just sorry, just something on the size thing there. You know what yeah. absolutely grinds my absolute gears? What? Is when like bloggers and vloggers or whatever are like doing a fashion haul, right? And they're like, yeah, I got this top in a size medium because I want it to be baggy. Fuck off. And like, not that like if you wear a size medium and it's baggy, it's a bad thing. What I mean is, or I got this in an eight because I wanted it to be loose fit or I wanted it to be wear baggy. They're, 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 they always say that so you don't think for a second that they could wear it be a size medium. Yeah. And I think it also kind of puts other people in their place. It's like, no, I got this in a size 10 because I wanted it to be loose and baggy. And it's like, or just say I got this in a size 10 because that is what fucking fitted me. Do you know what I mean? That drove me mad back in the YouTube days. All this like size, size. But it's all this humble brag stuff. Um... Also, sorry to be distracted there for a second. I just checked our Instagram. We actually got a few messages in in the past little while about uh, insecurities. Will I read them? Yeah. Since we're here. L Noon. Um, Maybe this is just me, but I definitely think it's the things I know I can't change about myself that I'm the most unconfident about. Interesting. Or self-conscious about. Which realistically is absolutely ridiculous considering I know I can't change it. You know, it might... It might be things like birthmarks, height, shape, if your nose, shape of your nose, mm. ears, hands. That's a very good point. I have stretch marks that I hate around my boobs. Where? Oh, really? Around my boobs and around my belly. Um, but you know, I don't even notice them anywhere because they're just so a part of me. But I remember being very self-conscious about them. And I think that's something like a lot of girls who even stretch just marks. like oh my god everyone has stretch marks even just going through puberty like a lot of people get them on their on their boobs and stuff oh my god yeah everyone has everyone has stretch marks stretch marks are something that everybody has yeah i think to to this girl um yeah it's an interesting point though it's the things that she can't change things you can't change i guess like i remember i used you know. to hate my my frizzy hair and now i just kind of like i love my hair you went through a phase of straightening it loads yeah i have mad mad big hair and I used to lie on the ground and iron it with an iron before the GHG days because nothing else would tame it and now if you ask me what my favourite part about me I'd say I love my hair well that's it and you've got a mane like that's that's hard to come by what's your favourite thing about yourself oh I didn't even think to ask this question um what's my favourite thing about myself thing is I really like my face and hair you got a lovely face and hair. Thanks, Ro. I really like my face and hair. I don't really have... Well, I, I wish I could fix my teeth a bit, but sometimes it's a bit quirky. I've got a little gap in my teeth. But teeth are fixable. Yeah, but I shouldn't have to, Ro. No, I know. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you can get the done. You got the clear braces It's only cost 400 um, a veneer. No, um, yeah, no, I love I love my hair and my face. 
great. Yeah. Oh, I like my hair on my face too. Oh, you got oh. nice hair and face too. That's nice. Guys, tell us what your favourite thing about yourself is. Yeah. Or post on your Instagram what your favourite thing about yourself is. Oh. Yeah. And tell them Rowan Jane sent you. Say, I like my nose. Hashtag State of Us podcast. Yeah, do. Do. Because I'd be Tag nice. us or whatever. Yeah. Um, Maybe we'll feature them on our we'll Instagram. We'll go through account. we don't like. No. <laughs> well, no. I think it's something that we Well, even forget. saying it, I feel better. I'm like, oh, yeah. I, I, feel, I feel warm in my heart. I feel it warm in my heart. Yeah. Because it's something that we never think about do, do we have any other messages there um let me have a look we got another one just there but that's irrelevant <laughs> you're irrelevant uh that's irrelevant the girl said she loves the podcast i like how you touch on real issues for everyday gals ah uh, she said something else too um oh yeah we did actually get one um Okay, so I asked, you know, what's what's your gripes with your body and and you know just about body image in yeah. general. What what do you have? What do you, what do you want to talk about? And she said, the absolute deceitful nature of every Insta body pic. It took mm. me a long time to be okay to buy a pair's ten or twelve jeans, pair of size ten or twelve yeah. jeans. I just couldn't bring myself to admit I was bigger than 16-year-old me. I've definitely wow. learned that squishing myself into size 8 high-waisted jeans looks yep. way less flattering yet yep. than buying a 10 or a 12 size and having them fit properly. Yes. And me being comfortable on a night out instead of holding my good in the entire time. Yes. I've been there. I've been there. I used to just want, look, want to be like, I'm a size 8, I'm a size 8, I'm a size 8, I'm a size 8. Yeah. And the minute I went to the size 10, I'm like, I look a million times better. Yeah. And she says, at the end of the day, nobody else sees the tag on your exactly. clothes. Exactly. That's Apart from you and your mum doing the washing. Uh, but I definitely had a phobia of growing up in clothes sizes. But now, mm. nah, I'm more comfortable in my skin and clothes. Yeah, amazing. Well done. Amazing. Well done. Another thing that I was thinking about the other day is um, I got laser hair removal last year. And yeah, you did. Like, it was the most, I found it to be, like, sorry for anyone that's about to go through it, but I found it to be, like, absolutely horrifically painful. And, you know, it was just a huge insecurity of mine. Can I ask where you got it? But no, I'm asking this because um, I, <laughs> I've never had an issue. I'm not very hairy. Oh, I've well, never, aren't you fucking lucky? That's what everyone always says to me. So I've never really had well, You're an fair issue. haired. I am black hair. Yeah, no, I know. Curly black but hair. But I know that it is a source of big insecurities for a lot of Huge girls. Huge insecurities. That's such a bullshit, bullshit thing. And like, you know, I'm like, no, I just want to do it for myself. But like, no, it's obviously I've gotten it from somewhere. Yeah. Um, Because it's not feminine. I paid like whatever amount and I ate a euro for like seven sessions and like went through fucking so much pain. I'm like, I'm actually now, to be fair, I'm delighted with it now. But like it was just so, <laughs> but it was so like, yeah, it's mad. Also can I say, if you do change things about your body and you're happy with them, like grand. I have no problem with people grand. getting their lips done or whatever. Yeah, I think, I think it's empowering if women are like, you know what, I want to get this done, I'm going to do it and I want to look good. But what my warning would be... Um, don't put all your happiness on it. Don't put all your happiness on it. It's not probably not going to completely change your life. No. Unless, as you said, it is maybe something like, like weight loss in fact, where it impacts your health and that would change. But yeah. And don't lie about it. Sorry, like if you're an influencer or whatever or if your mate is asking you, like, okay, I'm just rewinding back to being 17 and like, um, like certain friends of ours let's just say pretending they ate like oh I ate, uh, I ate a big giant pizza last night and they didn't like and they're you know they're just trying to like this bullshit attitude that like you can't admit to what you're doing or like 
I went to the gym, but I only did for 10 minutes. No. Yeah. You went to the gym, you went for 10 minutes. Fucking go on, yeah. Go on, you great. Like, and if you're like posting stuff on Instagram, say you've got your lips done. Yeah. Don't lie with your lips. No one gives a shit. Yeah. You know, whatever. Like, no one's going to. Like, what is it you're afraid to say you got your lips done because they'll know and they'll that think you're, you're not naturally. Vulnerable. Well, you're not. That's not the truth. Like, or, And no one believes you. No one believes you. Well, do you know what? I remember reading another article and maybe I shouldn't start paraphrasing it because I can't remember it exactly. But it was around um, Jennifer Lawrence. Um, and obviously I love Jennifer Lawrence and no oh, yeah. bad blood Jennifer Lawrence but her whole kind of shtick is like I'm the normal girl I like beers yeah. I like to eat pizza I'm one of the lads which yeah it's all well and good and I never even really thought about it until I read this article and it's so true um, that she it's kind of damaging because she's portraying herself as this girl who eats mm. whatever she wants drinks beers parties yeah has fun has mcdonald's on the way to the red carpet but at the end of the day she's got a slamming bod yeah and if she's eating mcdonald's all the time and drinking beers while working out and getting that bod fair play to her metabolism but i don't buy it i don't buy it you'd be real you know that um uh lenny kravitz daughter what's her name uh zoe zoe and she posts something on instagram she's a ride oh god beautiful yeah. and she's so so skinny right and she posted a picture of herself i think like at an awards and a gown doing the whole thing like i'm eating a burger like or a burrito or something like that and i was like geez fair play to her i don't know was it you possibly somebody said to me oh well she's struggled with eating disorder for years oh and it's very or sad. something and i was like it's this whole idea of like posting a photo of you eating a burger to prove you're eating a burger if you're not eating the burger and you eat really healthily or if this is your first burger in a month, just like, I just think social media needs to go to a place where people are just saying, owning up to their shit. Like, if she sat there and said, oh my God, I haven't had a burger in a month because the stupid award's been coming up but I'm enjoying it now. You'd be like, at least <laughs> she's bloody honest. Yeah. You know what I but mean? But then, just- you know, also, I don't know what it's like to to have an eating disorder. So I don't know what the mentality yeah, that's behind true. that is. That's true. You know, it could even be, you know, kind of lying a- to yourself or... Yeah. I don't know. So want to be I normal about food. So you're like, here's me eating a burger. Yeah. Yeah. Trying not I to pass know. too much judgment, but I too, I completely understand what you're saying. And yeah. I remember actually, um, I remember something that really stuck at me because I was like 12 when I saw this. I was watching it. I was younger. I was about eight or nine. I was watching an interview with Beyonce, mm. Destiny's Child era. And I remember, I think she was about 19 at the time. And I remember thinking it was really sad at the time. She'd been invi- interviewed by MTV and she said that if she... She's like, oh no, I still eat pizza, but mm. I know if I have one slice, I have to do an extra 50 sit-ups Jane, at the end of the I day. I remember that exact Do you remember that interview? interview? I remember that exact interview and I was like, what? Do you remember? It was on yes. MTV. Yes, yes. Because I remember also sitting there being like, that what? So I have to do that every time I have a slice of pizza? Yes. So what the fuck am I going to do when I order a Mazzoni's cheese pizza <laughs> at three o'clock on a Saturday night? That was such a damaging thing to say, I think. Um, well, no, yeah. because no, you know it's what? The reality of it. No, sorry. I've completely contradicted You've myself completely there. You've completely gone 180 there. No, no, I've contradicted myself. I take that back. It wasn't. She, was, she wasn't. She was being realistic for her body. She had to, she had one size of pizza and she had to work out right after. Yeah. And that was what her body type. Like, and that's, fair enough. And she was honest about it. She was honest about Beyonce's it. Beyonce's never ever come on and says I eat what I want. Like it's clear that Beyonce works hard for her body. Uh, yeah, and we also know that she's vegan and is on a plant based diet because she has the whole vegan challenge and all that. Oh yeah. Didn't so she works hard, yeah. and the fact that she just had two babies and also 
I would never say anything bad about Beyonce. No. Ever so fair fucks to her. No, that's the thing. Beyonce is really transparent. She works probably harder than any other entertainer. Um, mm. And she works out and she's probably sacrifices a lot to have the body she has. Yeah. And the career that she has. So, yeah. Fair fucks. It's, it's the people who, who pretend like they don't work and that they're just a normal person. It's people like... I just have issues with Kylie Jenner. Sorry, I brought up so many <laughs> times. Like, but I'm just like, you know, you've you've altered your body in a massive way, and you're like, you're pretending that you haven't that puberty did this, and it's just that's scary to me. She's not feeling anyone, huh? She's not feeling anyone. No, but it's just it's terrifying. She says that puberty did it. Well, I saw these photos of her like side by side when she was like 17 and 19, and then her body has changed so dramatically. Have we been talking for ages? We've been talking for ages. I just looked at the mic here and um. An hour and three minutes. Oh, God, talking. right. Jesus, right. we'll let you go. We'll let you go. We'll let you go now. Okay, bye, bye, bye. Um, no, uh, to wrap up, t- thanks for listening. Um, obviously, I, I, I actually feel like I should have said at the start, we do not mean to offend anyone who who might be struggling with certain things or, or might be going through something. I don't think we did. Okay. Why do you think we did? I don't know. Um, I, I don't know. Just people can be sensitive about things and I know... Well, I think we've shown that we're not advocating for any type of body type, like because no, absolutely. You know I, mean? I guess just... some things can be a trigger for people. So, oh yeah, um, that's fair enough. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So maybe I'll put a little warning on the yeah that we are. We were talking about body image and insecurities yeah. and. But I hope you yeah. got something out of it. Obviously, we're just talking about our experiences and when yeah. um, they're hard As to always. talk about too. Like it's really hard. I find this a tough one to do. Um, but we hope you got something from it and um, yeah message in if you liked it yeah but honestly like because I know we keep saying it but like there's no point in us recording a podcast unless we get like some feedback and people saying what actual episodes they liked because an episode that we might think is a bit crap could be is the one that we could get loads of messages about an episode we think is brilliant you know it could be tumbleweed so yeah honestly like if you did like this please just like let us know uh, like if you've listened this far and an hour in I presume you liked it or hated it either way you <laughs> yeah. probably think something about it so I would love a little message to say what you liked what you didn't yeah. and also sorry just to say you know it's amazing when we get screenshots of people on Instagram or Twitter or whatever when they're listening to it and they tag us and they've just taken a screenshot of their screen or whatever because we then go to your profile and we can follow you and we can see what you're up to not in a creepy way but like because then we follow we see you in our feed and it actually gives us ideas for episodes because we're like it's not even listening? ideas like at the end of the day me and Ro will only talk about things that we care about yeah. so obviously we're not going to be no, doing no but it's understanding ad- who the people are listening yeah it, that's what's so great about it is because I find when people message us, when we talk about something we care about, like this or something else, whatever, it's so nice when people send messages or post about stuff or whatever and say they're related to it because in a reverse way, I feel like I'm getting a podcast hug, as Ghost Boy would say, because... Ghost Boy? Blind Boy! (laughs) Who's Ghost Boy? I don't know who Ghost Boy is. Ghost Boy's a musician. Yes. Anyway... As blind, blind boy, boy would say, as ghost boy, ghost boy, as that's more so for me. As blind boy would say, because um, it's nice to see that people also relate to you. Because remember, we're sitting here on a couch just shouting at each other, doubling out, shouting at each other, and shouting at each other. So it's so nice to hear that people relate to us. Then because we feel a little bit validated and a part of it. Just getting our validation from outside sources, Jane. I thought that was not. You yeah, have your own keys, bro. Your own have keys. You your fucking car. put your key in yourself and drive, drive, drive.
on that note um, so take a screenshot when you're listening on Instagram and we'll say hello let us know and uh, don't forget to go out and vote on Friday um, I just put up a thing on our Instagram about what you can and can't do in the polling booth yeah. and I will say I completely forgot that you couldn't do a big tick oh I was going to go in there and do the biggest tick of my life there you go I know next. and also bumped into two of my mates the other day shout out to Lisa uh, and Sarah and um they were counting the votes in the RDS for the marriage referendum and they said the amount of people who drew like little smiley faces and like wrote little messages <gasps> voted yes but it spoiled their vote. Um, so oh my don't God. be writing like yo feminists or anything. Or don't like, hashtag appeal to Jesus Christ don't do anything lads. Nothing. You'll spoil your vote. Spoil Just it. an X. No badges. No jumpers. Keep them in your bag. I know I'm gonna as soon as I get out there I'm gonna put my jumper on. Yeah. Just you know be Hold careful together guys yeah and for <laughs> more, more information days. go to at together for yes or together for yes dot ie dot com yeah one, one um okay well this has been a nice one we'll see you on the other side yep stay strong everybody stay strong see you later bye